so I went to to Waterloo Records and Video <laughs> to purchase myself a, a record. I got the 1975 self-titled and the Porridge Radio album. And when I came back, there was a still slightly cool green apple Gatorade sitting on my scooter. Not a, not open, unopened. And I took it back home with me. And I was like, do I drink this? Oh my god. Is it poison? I don't know. And I finally, I crack it open. I drank a little bit of it. I feel fine. What if it has so, acid in it? If it has acid in it? And then halfway through talking about Joker, I'm like, you ever think about how you're actually the Joker and I'm the Joker? We're all the Joker. And we're all the Joker, man. (laughs) You look like the Joker now. You look like the Joker now. Is everyone the Joker? I think so. I think there's a little bit of Joker inside all of us. (laughs) If you're not the Joker, you're not living. And now, Tame Talk. Talk, talk. Hello. Hi. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We're back. Ha, 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 ha. And guess what? I'm gonna put what? What? Oh, I was just gonna—I was just gonna plug our pod, but you can say whatever you wanted to say. Oh, I was just gonna put. I mean, you haven't listened to the Charlotte Adegary "Bullet Pupil" album yet, have you? I have. Okay, you have. Okay, we all listen to. We all love it. Should I put? Should I make our theme song "Ha Ha" this week instead of the Tiger song? We might get sued. So fun, do it. That's the energy of today's episode. Yeah. I'll just do the version of me singing it. Yeah. Where it's It's giving Elizabeth Fraser. Yes. Oh, I'm going to be in heaven or Las Vegas soon. I'm so excited. Oh my God, you are going to be in heaven or Las Vegas soon. I can't wait. I'm going to be seeing Katy Perry at heaven in Las Vegas. Love that for you. Love it. I'm kind of jealous, honestly. Anyway, this is Street People Movies. Um, <laughs> this is the podcast where each week we two gays, we get together, we watch a movie made for straight people, oh, and we just ask why. Um, why? Or, so or, serious. Or, or, or yeah, 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 or in this case, it's why so serious. <laughs> Wait, did we do that in our Dark Knight episode? Are we probably, just fucking stupid? Probably. And you know what? We're reusing the joke. Um, oh, is this the first time we've repeated a character? I think so. I mean, I guess so like, well, I guess directors. Marvel, but. Yeah, that doesn't count. That, doesn't that, was, count. that was part of one. That's all one big series. movie with 20 parts. Yeah. This is a, this is a new portrayal of a, the same character. Wow. So, I feel yes. like our podcast is starting off so great. We sound like every other podcast about Joker. It's like <laughs> the Joker, but like different. It's like the Joker, yeah. but like via Scorsese. <laughs> She's not like other Jokers. She's not like other Jokers. This Joker. I relate to. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Kirk. Yeah, this joke is too fucking real. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Here, do you want to get your name again? I'll. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Fix it. I'm Kirk Van Sickle. I'm Dylan Garcia. And that's right. Uh, we've already referenced it several times because yeah. we're just so stoked to talk about this film. We are talking about every straight boy's favorite movie. It is on the current dorm rooms of the mm-hmm. world. Okay, it is the poster. The way we shipped Requiem for a Dream, these Zoomers, they ship Joker. Okay? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I almost, for the gay recommendations, since this is a cut or cutting room floor thing, I will reveal it now. I almost put just the Ellen Burstyn scenes from Requiem for a Dream as the gay recommendation this week. <laughs> right, because the movie as a whole is straight, but the Ellen Burstyn storyline is gay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And th- that's a supplementary gay recommendation is to just watch. There has to be some fan edit out there. Where they no, yeah, this, that. this yeah. movie is absolutely like it is the Donnie Darko of this era. <laughs> like, yeah, except it's it made, except it made money Kings. and people liked it. And it mm-hmm. won awards at Venice and shit. It's cr- that's fucking crazy. That's great. Lucretia Martel gave this movie the award. <laughs> Can you believe La Cienega um, director Lucretia Martel said Joker. this one? 
This is the one. <laughs> this is the I one. love Joker. Girl, I'm what? What was even? What was even yeah. up for the the Golden Lion? The Golden Lion. What was even up for the Golden Lion? I'm ga- I'm still gagged by this. Okay, That's so wild. we got a Roy Anderson movie. We've got Ad Astra. We've got yeah. Emma by Pablo Lorraine. Uh, don't care, don't care. Steven Soderbergh's the laundromat, but we all <laughs> try to pretend like that didn't happen. Marriage Story. Yeah. Ooh, a Coriata film. Ooh. Yeah, a Roman Polanski. Ooh. Olivia Sa- that- You know, I will say it's a lot of like directors that go bam when you read the names, but then you look at the movie and you're like, oh yeah, that was. Yeah, it's that Coriata's happened. English movie. Yeah. I a guess out of all S-I-S. these nominees, like, why not give it to Joker? Yeah. Why not? Fucking Joker. Why? At least it's not the laundromat. <laughs> Lucretia Martel said, Lucretia Martel, Pierce Handling, Mary Heron, Stacey Martin, Rodrigo Prieto, Shinya Tsukamoto, and Paolo Versi said, yeah, why not? Let's go to Joker. Joker. Yeah, Joker. Get the fucking Joker. Why not? <laughs> um, love that. Uh, before we get more into what our thoughts are on this very controversial, controversial, I guess is the word we could use, Ooh, provocative, Ooh. Ooh, film. Gets the people going. Why don't you tell the people more about Joker? Dylan? Of course. Well, today we're talking about Joker. Todd Phillips' 2019 supervillain origin story starring Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Francis Conroy, Zazie Beetz, and a bunch of other people. Um... And the plot of Joker, if you haven't seen it. Arthur Fleck is a man with severe mental illness working as a clown and pursuing a career in stand-up comedy in 1970s Gotham. His mental state rapidly deteriorates, leading up to a performance on his favorite late-night talk show. Also, this movie is the most dangerous movie of all time, and if you like it, you're an incel. Yep. It's true. That's facts. Yep. The White House said so. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can watch it on HBO Max. Where or all the DC stuff you can is. watch it on a plane coming back from Spain to L.A. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> Yes, that's also a really good way to watch it. Yeah, so uh, actually, the preferred way, Todd Phillips. He yeah, was Todd Phillips made it week, for so. for international flights. Yeah, so uh, it's the only movie that doesn't say this uh, movie was formatted to fit on the screen uh, because the movie was actually formatted to fit on those screens. Yes, yeah, yes, so. it was not actually. I lo- it was modified. I remember it's modified. So I haven't actually seen Joker properly. So if any straight <sighs> boys are listening right now, I am so sorry. <laughs> you didn't see it in the correct aspect ratio. I saw it in theaters. They were telling you, uh, yeah. So um, I was on. I was. Uh, my sketch team was headlining a festival in Houston. We bombed, and the next we had the next day in Houston to try to chill out and do whatever we want. And so we were gonna go see a Pink Floyd laser light show uh, near the zoo in Houston, but we missed an exit. And we were too late, and they wouldn't let us in. So we uh, went to go see Joker instead because we were a little high, and uh, it was great. Yeah, Joker's like, good, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Here's the gag. Here's the gag. <laughs> I literally put off watching this movie for so long because the discourse around this movie was so annoying. Like mm-hmm. I literally, like I don't think in the entire time I've been watching movies, so thirty years. Have I ever been so annoyed by discourse on a movie? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like every take I heard of this movie I had not seen was annoying <laughs> and boring. <laughs> like, it was just like everyone that was praising it, like it was like the greatest film of all time. I was like, okay, like calm down. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's like good, but like let's like I just feel like recently we've talked about this a lot, but like I just feel like a movie is mildly good these days, and people are like, the cinema is back. Yeah. Look at, I mean, talk on Maverick. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, you know, movie that is movies that are very good. But are they? But are they Donnie Darko? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but are but, they Margaret? But any are they Margaret? But anyway, I um, I finally watched it. It was like it was staring at. I was scroll. I scrolled so many times, y'all. I scrolled. <laughs> And I kept seeing Joker, and I went, is it time? Is it finally Sorry. fucking time to watch this movie? I am being held hostage on this plane for 12 hours. Might as well. Yeah. Finally have an opinion on it. I had also just recently, like, did this thing on Twitter where, like, they were like, find the most popular movies from every decade on Letterboxd, and the first movie you haven't seen, post it. And mine for the 10s was Joker. Like, yeah. that was the most popular film of the decade that I had not seen. Actually, I think it was the number one most popular film of the decade. Just yeah. period. So I was like, I need to watch this fucking movie. Like, I'm a movie lover. I have a podcast, for God's sake. I have mm-hmm. to have seen Joker. 
Guess what, people? It's good. I liked it's it. Good. I liked yeah. it. I yeah. liked it. Uh-huh. It was good. Yeah, Joker's good. What the fuck? Why? What? I think it's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful movie. I think it looks great. Well. It looks incredible. It's got great cinematography. Great cinematography. Wonderful editing. Great the score is incredible. The score is so fucking good. It's so good. I can't, so good. I'm so happy she won because she deserved yes. it. Yes. Truly. Um, I think it deserved its two Oscars. I think. Yeah, it got. Yeah, well, who else was nominated for Joaquin? Oh, uh, well, so that is Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No. Uh, Antonio Banderas for that El Motivar movie that I haven't. Pain and Glory. Okay. Uh, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, which yeah. I love. And then Jonathan Price, The Two Popes, which I also love. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's, yeah, he I mean, did. He's the obvious choice. He's out the of obvious those. choice. Yeah. No, he's yeah. good in it. Um, I mean, I don't think the movie is, like, insanely well written or anything. Oh, no. But, the like, script is bad. but I think what's really annoying about cinephiles is that they conveniently care about the story being badly written when it's a movie they don't want to like. Mm-hmm. So it's like because mm-hmm. you can't say anything bad about the way Joker looks. So it's like they're like, oh, it's kind of cheesy and badly written. I'm like, but you like House, so like <laughs> I'm just like, where's the? I don't get it. So I think for me, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe the movie's not as deep as some of the like incels make it out to be, but neither is Johnny Darko or like any other movie we loved as teenagers. So I think it's like almost a little boomer esque of people in our age group to be so like negative about Joker. Cause it's like, well, it's the same thing of like, it's when people say about like avatar where it's like, it's just Fern Gully. And it's like, no, it's just a simple story. The story gets out of the way of the other things in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause again, the same people that would shit on avatar would also mm. be like, I, I like aesthetic filmmaking. I like Chantel Ackerman. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, like I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, an already mainstream film, I think, is like the coolest of subgenres, yes. if you could yes. call it that. Like, Mother or like Annihilation Maybe. or like Annihilation. things like, like movies where they, like, someone was given a budget. And with Joker, yes, it was successful and people liked it. But, like, there's a very big chance that it could have not been successful because, I mean, it was a pretty – it's a pretty ballsy movie in terms of, like, taking a villain origin story and making it that. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, we get all these criticisms of, like, uh, all superhero movies had the exact same story. It's all, like, a big alien coming down and shooting a beam to a city and we had to climb up the ship to fucking kill the, the, the cube or whatever to stop the city from being destroyed. And it's, like – Try to fill like, okay, well, I'm going to do something different with the superhero, supervillain origin story then. And everyone was like, no, not like that. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. Well, it's so I mean, interesting. I feel like, I mean, I guess it's been a few years now. Like, why? So where did this whole, like, incel thing come from? Like, I mean. Well, it's because Joker aesthetic has already been, like, used and kind of been, like, reclaimed by incel communities. And by like extremely online sort of like, I don't want to say even right wing, but just like extremely online dudes. Dudes, straight dudes. Are, yeah. yeah, straight yeah. dudes are into the Joker. Like yeah. you'll see a lot of like, of like fan art of like XXX Tentacion with a Joker face or whatever. Yeah, like it's, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, but like, what is wrong with like a a. A, a portrayal of a of straight man with mental illness. It's not really like there's a lot of movies like that. No. And the thing that like, like, oh, okay, it's going to inspire violence. And it's like, okay, well like the violence that it's inspiring is like rising up against like the exploitive. Rich. I know. That's what I was the most shocked <laughs> by that. That was the thing I was most shocked by when I watched it, Dylan is yeah. I was like, wait a second. This movie has like a huge anti-capitalist like theme to it. Sure. It's like pretty like dumbed down and it's like for a, movie but still i mean i was kind of like i was kind of impressed honestly honestly movies should dumb down the fucking theory of being anti-capitalist because so much like online anti-capitalist and leftist speak is incredibly like hard for people to get into and then like if you're not into that jargon that like that leftists and anti-capitalists use it's like you're kind of outcasted already if you know what i mean where it's like if you don't know if you don't understand every single concept right out the gate and engaging with leftist spaces, you're immediately rejected. 
No, totally. Of, like being yeah. taught to learn. No, I and, completely like, this... agree with you. So like sometimes movies are people's first real introduction to like mm-hmm. these kinds of ideologies. And yeah, I think they can be really helpful. And I don't know, like I just feel like from what I've gathered and I'm not like steeped in incel online culture, <laughs> even though I mm. am also an incel myself. <laughs> um, You're a femcel. I will say that I do feel like a lot of the people that were very negative about this film, I feel like they just made a lot of assumptions about people, how people would take it, which I think is really mm-hmm. weird. Like you're worried that people will think that this movie makes it okay to be an incel when in the actual film, Walking the the only part of the movie that has incel vibes to me is the subplot with the neighbor. Mm-hmm. But even then, when he realizes, spoiler alert, that all these things, number one, they made it very obvious that that was not real yes. before even the reveal. It wasn't even really a reveal. It was a reveal to him because we as the audience know that like he's fucking weird, socially <laughs> very awkward, kind of crazy, right? And like 30 years older than her. Yeah. And like. The scenes with her in them, like the date and her being at the hospital, like it felt fantastical. Mm. Um, So when it's revealed, I feel like it came across less as like, like incel to me is like, he would be like mad. Like Mm -hmm. he'd be like, oh, this girl doesn't like me. I deserve girl to like me. He'd be Phyllis Seymour Hoffman in happiness. Yeah. But instead he just kind of was like, okay, like I have no one. No one loves me. I have nothing. Might as well just like fully fall into my crazy you know Mm. if anything maybe the most negative aspect of the movie truly is its portrayal of mental illness yeah could be i guess deemed problematic but i don't really feel like it's treatment of like personally at least his treatment of like women or his like relationship with women the movie didn't seem like i don't know misogynistic or anything to me yeah it didn't seem misogynistic he seemed like he was Mentally unwell. Yeah, he just liked girl. Girl didn't actually like him back, and he went, cool, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay, like literally, he was like, yeah. yeah, duh, of course. This is what's <laughs> happening to me. Like, I don't know. Like, it didn't. Yeah. And, like, also, like, I felt, I mean, yeah. I feel like the movie did an effective job making me feel bad for him. I mean, his mother fucking, like, gaslights him his entire life. Like, mm-hmm. she's. And, it's, like, physically and mentally abuses him. Yeah, and we don't really truly know. I don't think the movie really laid it fully out there, like, whether she really was lying about stuff or not um Mm -hmm. because who knows maybe she was telling the truth and she's being squashed by the rich class you know like Mm -hmm. that's a possibility so i i liked i don't know i feel like everything that the movie did made sense to me and i enjoyed it on a character study level i will say that the actual batman stuff in the movie was distracting and i kind of wish that outside of like gotham and like the fact that he becomes what we know as the joker I, I wish anything else that related to Batman was not in the movie because I found it to be a little, like, cheesy, personally. Yeah, um, I feel that. Like, I do like that they kind of recontextualize the the alleyway death of his parents because we've seen that on screen 400 See, times. that was the part I laughed. I literally paused the movie, Dylan, and I laughed. <laughs> and I was like, and Zeus, how did I not know that this happens in this movie? Like, I truly, of like, course. I've read so much about this movie Never saw this part mentioned, so I completely was, like, gobsmacked by it. I was, like... I I like that it's not the Joker, though, that it's, like, just a a random dude. Inspired by the Joker? I mean, it it is very poetic in the the lore of, like, Batman and the Joker or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I didn't think that, like, because, like you said, it's been portrayed on screen so many fucking times. Mm -hmm. It's like, we get it. They die outside a theater. Like the pearls flew around. The the pearls. Thanks. Somebody take of the pearls. Someone gets those pearls. But yeah, I just think that it was a little cheesy. The scene with like young Bruce Wayne, that was distracting to me Mm -hmm. because it's like in so many iterations of the Joker, the Joker is always around the same age as Batman or even younger sometimes. So I was like, Oh, so he like straight up, like, 40 years older than Batman. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's like, I guess it's just like, there's just an, it, in, Joker is like James Bond, the, the James Bond theory where it's like, the name gets passed down from generation to generation. So like just another Joker is going to come out of the shadows. Like, but I'm so annoyed by how many Jokers Joker. we have right now. I mean, I think we can we, all agree with that. Well, Barry Keegan is going to be the next and one. And that's what's so annoying is I'm actually very excited for him to play the Joker because I think he's so great. But I'm, I'm like, so we've got Jared Leto, we've got, you know, fucking 
Joaquin Phoenix. We still have the ghost of Heath Ledger because that performance was so iconic that it's like stained Mm -hmm. the character. And now we have, and it's just like, and then we have Joker 2 coming out. It's going to be a musical, which I'm gagged for. I don't know what everyone else is complaining about. What is everyone complaining about? I was literally, when they announced that, I was like, that's amazing because he's so far gone that like, Mm -hmm. I think that like it becoming a musical makes sense. It's like, he loves music. He's always dancing anyway. Like to me, it makes Mm -hmm. sense to make it a musical because it's like, yeah. It'll be like him in Arkham or whatever. And he's like, because right, isn't the lore that Harley Quinn's like his like psychiatrist or something in Arkham? Something like that. Something like, girl, I don't read comic books. I have friends, but I, but I, uh, I, 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 I think that's what it is. And I think that's really fun. Like in his mind, it's a musical. Yeah. That's cool. I love it. That's it's fucking cool as shit. And Gaga's gonna play Harley Quinn. I'm like, I'm yeah, gagging. I'm gagging. I'm sorry. I love it. I can't it. wait. It's gonna be fucking good. <laughs> it's gonna be so fucking good. I'm sorry. Well, I feel like so many people just turned off our podcast after we I said know. that. I know. We're gonna have so few listeners with it. But it's like, look, Joker's good. Um, it's good. I don't know. Like, it's it has good, its y'all. issues for sure. It's not, like you said, it's not deep, but like, that's kind of like fine. Like, it doesn't need, yeah. it needs a fucking villain origin story. It went as far as it needed to go, I think, mm-hmm. in terms of it being, like, deep. and I would much rather watch Joker again than watch Ant-Man. Oh, I watch... would watch this movie in a heartbeat over all the Marvel movies we watched. Yeah. Absolutely. Over any of the Guardians. Like, those, are, those feel, like, more evil than Joker does. Oh, totally, because <laughs> Joker is about a poor, mentally ill man who has everything taken from him. He's beaten down over and over again. He finally retaliates against rich people. Granted, his character mm. doesn't really seem to care. He just wants chaos, but it, like, inspires, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense because the Joker, like, his whole gag is that he doesn't, he just, like, wants chaos. But, like, yeah. I get it. Whatever. Like, it's cool. I don't know. I vibe it's with it. I vibe with it. I think it's great. Look, it. I think the... We're all turning into the Joker, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, maybe I would have hated it when it first came out because I would have had, like, one of my, like, neolib friends, like, just, like, monologuing at me about why this movie is dangerous. But, (laughs) and I'd been like, yeah, because I'm a Libra and I'm easily malleable. But (laughs) as someone that just got to watch it without all that noise, like, just watch the movie, I was like, I think this movie is good and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And, like... Joker isn't dangerous. Like, if you're, like, afraid of watching Joker because it's like, ooh, am I going to be turned into an incel? No, you're fine. It's the internet that does that. It's so it's weird. 4chan that it's does so that too. I don't know. I mean, is it overly critically acclaimed? Probably. Probably. But, like, so is, like, every movie, in my opinion. Like, yeah. calm down, everyone. <laughs> like, like, it's not Dancer in the Dark, so. Yeah. we All movies should be great against Dancer in the Dark, and they will fail. Yeah, all of them. So, let me see. What, what else did I not like love about the movie? Um, I, I I was happy that Frances Conroy was there, but I was also like mad that yeah. she was there because she was given like nothing to this. work with, and she's such yeah. a good actor. I know she just like sits in the bed, and one time she dances with them, and then that's it. Oh yeah, she's laying in bed. Yeah, she's just laying in bed, looking like honestly, looking Jack. like Charlie that's... and the Chocolate Factory's grandparents yeah. up in there. That's how. That's the age I want to get to. Like as a performer, I want to get to a point where I can like my roles can be all in a bed, like how Judy Dench in Belfast is just sitting down the whole time. Like dream girl. No one else watched dream. Belfast but you. <laughs> Me and my husband, Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. You just Kenneth want him from Branagh. Tenet. Yeah. Dude. See, that's oh, the problem is so that we're good. attracted Tenet. to incels because that to me was an incel character. <laughs> He's so good in Tenet. He's so good in Tenet. Um, but uh, the Joker, I mean. I'm it's good. To, I'm trying to think of, like, <laughs> negative things to say about it. I mean, like I, mean, I said. It's, the, the it's a little corny. It's corny. It's corny. I, I do, like, stand by what I said earlier, which is the staircase scene was super underwhelming to me after how everyone was, like, obsessed with it. I was like, oh, that's it's so, it. Yeah, it's so short and, like, it doesn't really make sense the rest of the Oh, <laughs> can we talk about. The best scene in the whole movie, which is when what he's is on the talk show. It's so fucking it's good. It's so fucking good. The acting so by Joaquin good. and Robert De Niro is like so fucking good. It's so good. We're actually going to come back to that 
Oh, really? Yes, we are. I've not looked at the rest of your outline because like I okay. said I like to be surprised. <laughs> we will get back to that. But yes, that scene is incredible. That's what won in the Oscar. Yeah, so uh, fucking good. Um, when he merged those frat boys, amazing, uh, satisfying, beautiful, perfect. Mama. That's how I want to go. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying what? to think of like, bad things to say about this movie. There's not much. But it's The thing is that it's like, a movie can be good and like not have much wrong with it. Like it can be good and not great. Like I don't really have many criticisms for yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's good. Like, it's definitely not a great movie. Yeah, nothing means. takes there's it doesn't it's not like creative enough or like unique enough to Yeah. Cuz I mean we like, have clowned other movies before for like what this yeah. movie's doing, which is like yes. it's like actually it's not a villain origin story. It's actually a 70s crime drama like mm-hmm. character study. It's actually a western. It's actually um, Dog Day Afternoon. Um, <laughs> you Joker know. is the parallax oh, view. Oh, here's a criticism I have this movie. I have a, I have a criticism. This is something Let's that go. really irks me in movies because some uh, there's a lot of movies that do this. I yes. hate it when movies do shorthand with like world building. Like I just think it's so lazy, okay. and they just kept being like Gotham. Things are just really bad right now here. And I'm like, <laughs> how? How is it bad? You don't show any of it. Like they just keep yeah. going like, oh. Gotham, man, you know, like we got super rats. You, we got like a broken. There's like a broken window in the foreground. You got like, you know, it's like dirty. They're like in a dirty room. And well, yeah, they got the garbage strike, which then caused the super rats, which then were going to be caught by the super cats. I just like visual information. It's like maybe just a, some B-roll of like how bad Gotham is. Mm. I just feel like they were depending too much on me as a viewer, knowing that Gotham notoriously always has like crime and problems. And I yeah, feel like, like for the, it's that problem I have with superhero movies where it's like, they, they just kind of skip over details. Cause they're like, you know, and I'm like, but make it a standalone <laughs> movie, make it a standalone movie. Okay. Yes. You know, like show, show me, show me how the workers are being treated like shit. You know, <laughs> I want to see it. Like, so uh, then I can go, I can get mad too. You know, honestly, like do like a citizen Kane, but about Bruce Wayne's dad. Honestly, like, I love, I will say this. I love that they made Bruce Wayne's dad a piece of shit. I, 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 mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not, at least in my, I haven't seen that in any of the movies. Like maybe no, in the comics. Well, yeah, because the but, only thing you, time you see his parents is them getting murked. Yeah, literal. Literal and yeah. they suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, like, like Bruce Wayne's dad sucks. Like, yeah, he does. He's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, so I like, but I don't know. I you just if you can say a place is bad, like show me, show me the place. The, that's that. the thing that seventies movies are really good at, like Taxi Driver, for example, which this movie is clearly indebted to. Like mm-hmm. they show, they show us like the seedy underbelly of New York. <laughs> you know, like I needed some of that aesthetic stuff. The movie is very interior. Mm-hmm. The Joker. I feel like it was yeah, very inside. Just, it's basically like three rooms. It's like three rooms. It's basically a play. It's basically it a really chamber <laughs> play. <laughs> Martin McDonough presents Joker. Oh my God. Imagine it. So if Martin McDonough made Joker, then it would be an incel movie for yeah, sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see different like bro directors. Like, do a Joker movie. Like, who would you want to see? Like, honestly, Denis Villeneuve do a Joker movie. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. No. Then it just, just be Blade Runner 2049. Like, yeah. I know. Neon Joker. I'm here mm, for it. Oh, uh, uh, ooh. Who would I... Mm, a bro director that I would like to see. Like, I wish... You know who I wish is still alive to do a Joker movie? is Tony Scott. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tony would murder... It. Yeah, if best you picture, want, best director. <laughs> so you know how everyone like is like the Joker's so deep in this and that, like the people that love it. Imagine yeah. if Michael Mann directed Joker. Yeah. Then oh you know God. that shit would be like poetic as hell. <laughs> All you would see is just some digital like blur of a of a white makeup with a red lip. You wouldn't be able to see shit, and it'd be yeah. Incredible. He'd be like the whole thing takes place at night, and we invented <laughs> cameras that can be lit by flashlights. <laughs> because flashlights are a show business thing, and he's a clown. So he's a clown. 
Send in the clowns. Send in, send in the clowns. I don't know the song. I just. Me neither. <laughs> See, we're not gay. We're not gay. Why? No one should be listening to this Although podcast. We're not gay. We're over here like <laughs> praising the Joker. We don't know what Send in the Clowns is. Like. I do remember that there was a Tony's, though, where Catherine Zeta Jones sang it. And it was iconic. Oh, was it? Can't tell you how it goes. So now we've established ourselves as gays again. Because yeah, we remember that Catherine Zeta Jones sang it at the Tony's. Do you think you what musical is sending the clowns from? Girl, bitch, I don't fucking know. That's right. It's from A Little Night Music, <laughs> which is an adaptation of Ingmar Bergman's Smiles of a Summer Night. Oh, I've seen that movie. Yeah. So there we go. It, it comes back around. It goes back to Bergman. It all comes yeah, back. It all to goes Bergman. back to Bergman. Yes, Mama. Uh, when it comes to character studies, Mama, mm-hmm. well, that's what my professor of Scandinavian film said. So. <laughs> I am episode two of Scenes of Marriage, and Mama... Is it good? Mama, what? Is Miss Leaf Ullman amazing in it? She's incredible. Oh, I, I love want... her. Who's the other persona? B.B. Anderson. B.B. Anderson, yes. Uh, she only had one scene. Yeah. But it was really long, and it was so good. So when he like starts fucking a new one of his ingenues, you start seeing the other one getting kind of like replaced, and then she's supporting. <laughs> so it's like BB was like his main squeeze in the 60s, and then when you get into the 70s, it's all Lee Fullman, baby. <laughs> I love that he was just so openly like, Ja, I have many girlfriends, many wives, you know. I love it. You know, it's so funny because we like clown Bergman for being such like a like artist that's like constantly getting married and remarried. But like, isn't that what Rainer Werner Fassbender did with guys? Mm-hmm. And we like we like live. We live. We live for it. Look, <laughs> look, look. We it's love a bo- we Taylor love did. a bohemian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Honestly, bring it back. Like come, come through, come through Bohemia. La Vivo M. Yes. Yeah. I want my life to be like rent. <laughs> Bisexuals, trisexuals, homo sapiens. Speaking of uh, um, rent, why do straight people love this? <laughs> well, because they both take place in New York. Well, so uh, I, isn't Gotham canonically supposed to be Chicago? Am I wrong about that? I mean, a lot of it was filmed. I think uh, a lot of Dark Knight was filmed in Chicago. Yeah, I feel like Gotham is, like, at least in the books, or the comic books, it's meant to be kind of like a, but maybe it's like mm-hmm. a fusion between Chicago and New York, because yeah, yeah. when you think, when you think of crime, well, I think, think of Chicago New and New York. That was really Gotham bad. I'm, I'm from the Let's South, see. I can't do the accent. Um, it's traditionally being depicted as New York, oh. or it's supposed to be New York, but all the, all the um, Nolan ones were filmed in Chicago. So That must have been what of, I heard reshaped our idea of that but superhero shit yeah i mean yeah Famous love superhero shit we and they love about it when it. superhero shit is like trying to be cinema so yeah maybe that's why a lot of like cinephiles like hate on this movie because they just hate seeing superhero nerds win well it's like it's crazy it's like what i don't understand or people were so like precious about like it's king of comedy it's taxi driver i can't believe he's just ripping it off we already had those movies and it's like Girl, every movie, no movie exists in a vacuum. Every movie is referencing another movie. Oh, totally. Like, calm down. Well, like, think <laughs> about it. It's like when we were, like, music, I think, is always a good example for me. Like, you know, it's so easy for us in our age group to be like, oh, like, Phoebe Bridgers is just bright eyes. And then we go, oh, like, this person is just this person. But it's like, mm-hmm. when I listened to The Shins when I was, like, 14, I didn't realize that they just sounded like the birds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's what I was saying earlier about like leftist thought, where it's like everyone has to get in somehow, and not everyone knows all the language. Right, and like it's okay, and I think it's like if you want to. Cl- here's here's the rule. I think if you want to clown someone that's over the age of twenty five for not knowing like what something is referencing, then you can bully them. But if they're mm. under twenty five, give them a break. They're still give learning. Break. Give them some space to grow. Yes, they gotta learn. I'm so glad I wasn't as on the internet when I was a kid because oh, my favorite movies when I were eighteen years old were like American Beauty. <laughs> like I was literally like American Beauty and Donnie Darko are my favorite movies of all time. Like I didn't even I remember when I was twenty two, I like found a list on the internet that was like the best movies in the nineties. And I literally hadn't heard of like eighty percent of them because they were like all foreign movies. And that's when yeah, I knew like, that City I didn't of know. God, any... what the fuck is this? Like, well, I knew what City of God was, Dylan. Don't sell me that yeah. short. Okay, bitch. But You're like Il Postino, the postman. Yeah, yeah, literal. Like stuff like that. Like I was like, <laughs> wait, well, who's Adam Egoyan? Like, you know what I mean? Like I like I, who the fuck is 
this. So I feel mm. like for me, it's like I even like people in my friend circles see me as like this big movie person, but I don't even really think that I started really exploring all different kinds of movies until I was like in my early twenties. Like I wasn't like mm-hmm. a teenager watching like Tetsuo the Iron Man. You know, I yeah, wasn't that no. cool. I wasn't watching no. New French Extremity when I was in high school. Okay. Unlike me. I was watching Sideways. Okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I was watching Sideways because there was a dick in it. Yeah. And um, like I thought I was edgy because I didn't like Juno. Like, you know, like that's where I was at. But Juno's so good. Yeah. It is um good. But I I kinda touched on it earlier, but yeah, like Joker I mean, Joker does is is Scorsese movies. I am over the age of 25, so you can clown on me. I have not seen Taxi Driver. Dylan, I honestly, know. it's really good. It's like Citizen Kane, where I feel like it's one of those like really big movies that like people like put off because they're like, oh, it's going to be like this whole thing. But it's like mm. not. It's like so entertaining and so good. Okay. Like, you should totally watch it. That it's might great. be that might be a weekend. Yeah. A weekend. I mean, it's thing. like fucked up, but it's like really entertaining. Oh, yeah. And like De Niro's oh, yeah. amazing in it. Jodie Foster's incredible in it. Like, you got to watch Perfect. it. It's great. That's what I want. And yeah, it's like, it's okay to be pastiches of other directors. It's fine. That's how you learn to do cinema, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, and again, if you worship the Joker and you're under 25, I will allow it. If you're over 25 and you worship the Joker, then you do need to be put on meds probably. (laughs) And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with medication if it helps you. Nothing. I'm on a ton of it and it's still not working. It's great. You, it, for most people, it works. <laughs> I hear. No, I don't know. I told you the the forehead light thing that I'm doing, right? Mm, what? What? <laughs> what? I'm doing this like bipolar study where it's like there's this like light they put on your forehead for like 15 minutes, and you do I do it for like two months, and they're like seeing if it like makes my cognitive abilities better. Interesting. I do, I do like three MRIs. Uh, <laughs> during the whole process, I'm getting paid like 400 bucks for it. So yeah, wow. Hopefully, it'll make me redacted, 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 redacted. Right. Oh well. I mean, I hope it works. I mean, Thank it's you. crazy. I mean, like you know, like to get a little bit like on a serious note, like it's about mental health. You know, it's just really interesting because everyone's so different. There's no like right or wrong way to do anything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even necessarily consider myself lucky because I needed eight years of talk therapy to be content and satisfied with my life. But the only reason why I never tried medication was because I had a bad experience with it as a teenager because I was kind of mm-hmm. forced to do it, uh, you yeah. know, as one of those situations. Um, so I feel like for me, it was always like, no, no medication. Like, And I'm not one of those people that's like, don't do medication because I didn't do it. I'm like, if that shit works for you and that's what you need to do, like do mm-hmm. it. But like – for me, talk therapy worked really well, but also, like, I spent, like, I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars do you think I spent on talk th- I went twice yeah. a week. Um, twice a week, people. You know how expensive yeah. that shit is? And that shit was out of pocket because I did not find somebody in my health insurance to do it. Shit. Like, I liked the guy I found. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know what I mean? But it took so much fucking time, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so much time. Just me saying the same shit over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And then finally he was like, why don't you do things for yourself and not be so obsessed with other people? And I was like, huh, that's a good yeah. idea. Good call. And, you know, and then, I, yeah. and then I started watching the movies again. And, you know, I hate to be one of those movie save my life kinds of faggots, but it's true. Movies save your life. Movies save really life. did save my life, yeah. Watching, yeah. watching movies saves my life every day, you know? It's yeah, like yeah. it doesn't even have to be good. That's what's so amazing about it. It can be yeah, really bad. You're putting on QB Halloween and you're just going. You're like, yeah. I'm I'm content because I'm watching a movie. Oh, yeah. And then I put it on my little, and I log it on my little letter box and I make my little lists. You know? <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, it was like he's a, he's a nine, but he logs his letter box as soon as the movie start or the movie ends. Oh, my God. I actually try really hard not to do that because I do Same. think it's I, like. Ever since. Well, I have a tendency to overrate things when I first mm. watch them. Because a lot of my letterboxed rating is more based on memorability and how much I like, Mm -hmm. how much of an effect it had on me, like personally, like whether it's aesthetic story, like whatever, like I have to connect with it for me to like really love it. So like I rate a lot of things like three and a half, for example, and that could mean that the movie's really good. Like Mm -hmm. I just didn't like do that extra something for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. See, look at this. Joker just had us talk about our mental health problems. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a positive film for society. Well, it's going to be fun. I'm about to go to, what's that? Eating disorder rehab. 
and um, it's nine hours a week. And I like one nine hour session a week. It's three three hour sessions. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, that's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, going from eight a.m. They just to... like watch you eat the whole time. They're like, I wish. <laughs> put it down. Put. Uh-uh. put... <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's or, a white or, room. Or put it in your mouth. It depends. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's like a white room with pads, and there's like thirty plates on the floor, and you had to choose the right one, or else you had to start over. That sounds like a Squid Game. It's going to be very Squid Game. Well, no, I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. I'm happy that you're trying all these interesting experimental approaches to your fun? mental health, Dylan. I yeah, always I wanted be to be life. that girl, but I'm just, like, too lazy to, like, be. <laughs> like, like, getting to therapy twice a week was enough work. Like, I, like mm-hmm. he suggested group therapy, and I was like, girl, like, I have, I have so many friends to talk to. Like, that's one I thing know. I do not have to worry about, okay? Like, I don't need to hear strangers. He's like, strangers can the, be helpful. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Lee. I know you're a doctor. Yeah, the but. thing about therapy that's so good is I don't, I don't have to be empathetic. At all yeah. towards it. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I don't have to have any empathy for another person. I just get to talk about myself for an hour. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's so incredible. amazing. But oh, then but it. then in a weird way, you talk about yourself enough that you're like, I'm exhausted. Like you're literally like, I'm exhausted. I should just change. Yeah. That's like literally what happened to me. I literally was like, Wow, I'm like exhausted from like saying the same bullshit over and over again. I should just change. <laughs> I maybe. Do you think that's what the Joker didn't do uh, his therapy right? You didn't think he talked about himself enough? No, I mean, I think like that's the talk. problem. I think a lot of people, especially, like, introverted types that are, like, not as, like, open mm-hmm. and talkative as, like, we are, like, yeah. that might be something they struggle with is, like, being so, like, like, I mean, my therapist told me that I had narcissistic tendencies, but it's also, like, well, where else am I supposed to be this way? Like, I can't, like, yeah. do this out in the world, <laughs> like, obviously, so... The thing is, the Joker should have just taken some improv classes. He just needed some friends. And, like, he that's the friends. thing about incels. Like, it's like they found each other on the internet. So, like, mm-hmm. there's people out there that also hate women and can't get pussy. So, like, just be friends yeah. with those people, I guess. Just try mm-hmm. not to also then kill. Yeah, don't kill women. anyone. Just like, that's just, the... just, like, talk about your problems with each other. And then maybe you'll realize that you just need to, like, lower your expectations. And, yeah. you know. Look, some... Never mind. I love that this has become like us, like just giving advice to incels, like the whole, yeah. the whole episode. I think that it's been pre- pretty good advice, though. It's been pretty good advice. I'd say so. Well, speaking of incels, is there anything gay about this movie? Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think jerking it while you're smoking in the bed. Wait, who jerked it while they were smoking in a bed? The Joker. Did I miss that? Yes, he's sitting. You know there, what? They his... probably cut it from. <gasps> oh yeah, it's the scene. <laughs> it's the scene where he gets to call from the show. That's like, hey, can you be on? Uh, so the phone is in the kitchen, and the camera is he's laying in bed, tidy whitey's hand down, feeling himself up, left hand, right hand cigarette. <sighs> they cut that out. They show Robert De Niro just getting shot in the head, though. Oh, well, of course. I mean, this is the <laughs> this is the Earth we're talking about here because it's not just America. <laughs> this was an international flight. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> over Atlantic Ocean. Then there should have been no rules. Um, but yeah, he's jerking it in bed. Or maybe I just didn't think anything of it. Maybe I just went, that seems like a thing normal. that would happen in this movie. You're like, finally the Joker's doing something normal. <laughs> jerking off while smoking. <laughs> jerking off and smoking. Uh, I mean, I once gay. had my ass ate while I was smoking a cigarette. That was pretty cool. Uh, that's, that's hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think young, young Bruce Wayne. She was a little fruity. <laughs> with like combed hair in a suit like but i like you're right though it is yeah, pretty. so that's the problem is i think a lot of incels were probably the kinds of kids that had their moms comb their hair and made them wear like <laughs> suspenders to school and that's why they hate women um but the the thing is this, my mom did the same thing to me but i ended up being gay so i think the incels were just meant to be gay i think that that's, that's the thing yeah <laughs> I think that, that I've cracked the code you're actually all just faggots i know that that's probably the last thing you want to hear incels but Sorry, it's true. Yeah, you're just you're just failed faggots. My mother-in-law listens to this show now. Uh, I'm very. I hope she doesn't hear this part. I had to tell some of my coworkers not to listen to this show. I was like, I mean, I don't think that like I say anything that like like I was like it's inappropriate. Incriminates you, but, like, you know? Like you know, I was like maybe like yeah. maybe don't listen to it. <laughs> uh, I think Joker's apartment is pretty gay. Like all the wallpaper. I think wallpaper is gay. Wallpaper is definitely gay. Um, pining over somebody that you can't have and then imagining scenarios in which you're actually together is gay. Oh, so gay. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I the Joker's just kind of gay. Well, that's what brings me to my last point. I think Joker on Murray Franklin's show when he was on the show at the end, he was a little fruity. He was. He was like, oh. He was. Oh. He was very like. He was just like, yeah, he was like, like fucking like Joan Crawford. He was just like, they couldn't carry a tune to save their lives. <laughs> it's so true. I'm yeah, he, you're right, Dylan. And he's just very <laughs> like, ha, 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 Murray, you're so funny. <laughs> Can I tell another joke? And I love it. Something about being on camera made him a faggot. And I love it. I love it. it. Again, if he just like, if he just sucked cock, maybe he wouldn't have started a riot in Gotham. Those guys on the train were hot and singing show tunes at him. They were clearly a little, they had a little something in them. Oh my God. Maybe they were just coming onto him, but in his head. Yes. Oh my God, in his head, he thought they were attacking him. Oh my god. See, here's the, the thing, thing in cells. If you became gay, I guarantee you could find a guy to have sex with you in ten minutes. Ten seconds. Like Easy. you know how hard it is for you to get a woman? Because like women like are smart, um, and they like have <laughs> like instincts and stuff that we don't have. No. Like, you don't have to worry about that with us. Cause like no. I've slept, like I mean, you heard the story about the chili guy. I don't know, we're probably gonna cut it out, but Yeah. Yeah, we are gonna cut it out. But it out. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, you know, like I like I've slept with some like like, Look, ooh. gay people are all just the type of birds that fly into windows. That's what we are. Absolutely. So if you're a bird that flies into a window, just come on over. Come on, the come pool's on warm. If you're flying into a window and you're like, why am I not inside? No, you're thinking about it wrong. Fly into the window and you realize that you're gay. Yes. That makes sense? You hit the window, and then all the other birds that have also gotten brain damage from hitting the windows that are like sitting by the window, like on the ground. Like I'm, a, I'm imagining like a cobblestoned pathway, like yeah. going to the side of the house. Like we can all just like hang out and fuck. Can, yeah. What's your number? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. I can cute. fix you. See, we can fix you. Like we want to we fix can you. Fix, no, we want to fix you. We got plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, we got the gay recommendation of this week. It's this uh, section of the podcast where we recommend a movie that's a little gayer than the one we just watched. I mean, it's obviously Cruella. Yeah, it's like <laughs> kind of the obvious choice. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go the unobvious one, then obviously watch the Ellen Burson segments of Requiem for a Dream. That's a, that's another gay recommendation, but it's, Cruella. It's a, it's a, what'd she say? It's a, an ex- <coughs> it's a reason to get yeah, up in the morning. It's a reason a to reason get up to in the smile. morning. It's a reason to smile. It's a reason to put on the red, red dress. <laughs> so good. So it's good. So fucking good. I like, feed me, Sarah. Feed yeah. me, Sarah. Feed me, Sarah. Oh, Juice fat taffy. Juice fat taffy. Oh. Juice taffy. <laughs> oh, it's so good. God, what like a great so fucking movie. Uh, but I don't know. For I think a lesser the scene, movie. Wait, wait, but I think the scene yeah. where Jared Leto and Jennifer Connelly are like high and talking about all the plans that they're never going to do because they're both fucking crackheads, like is mm. also very gay. Like when he's yeah. like, we're going to open up, we're going to open up a store and you're going to put all your, your, your designs in it and like, <laughs> I'll, I'll run it. And... <laughs> Like, that's gay. Like, that's, like, two gay guys doing cocaine together. It's, like, we're going to start a dance night. And it's going to, it's going to be, like, amazing, okay? Like, we're going to, like, it's going to be different because it's going to be, like, deep, it's going to be, like, deep cuts of pop songs. Like, it's going to be, like, it's, like, no, like, Vogue by Madonna, but it's going to be, like, it's going to be, like, erotica b-sides. You know what I mean? We're going to play Stars Forever by Robin. We're going to play Stars Forever by Robin. It's going to be so indie. It's going to be, like, so cool. It's going to be, like, so inclusive. It's going to be amazing. I mean, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> like that. And, like, the, know, like, and then the person in the Whataburger window is like, can you please hurry up and order? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I, is, Dream might be a gay movie. It's a gay movie. Yeah, it's a gay movie. But I anyway, love that thing we tweeted about Darren Aronofsky where it's like Darren Aronofsky has two movies, but no one can agree. Two good movies, but no one can agree which two they are. <clears throat> they are. <laughs> the Wrestler and Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> they are Black Swan and Mother. Cruella. I'm like really have... mad at you right now. I'm sorry. I'm just like so <laughs> mad at you. Like, how dare you? Um, what if I was like, they are Noah and the Fountain? The fountain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the Fountain's good. I know all of you hated it at Movie Club, but it's good. Okay. <laughs> It has a great score. It has um, such a great score. Great score. 
Uh, Cruella. Cruella, uh, yeah. yeah. It's the Cruella origin story. It's about somebody lying about their uh, patern- maternity, paternity. Yeah, uh, it does have a little bit of that. Yeah, they have that in common. For uh, sure. It's got a party where people are dressed in black and white, where they're mm-hmm. all dressed as the uh, pro- antagonist, protagonist. Mm-hmm. It's got terrible 70s needle drops. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's one of my least favorite things about mainstream shows and movies, is they'll be like, it's set in the 70s, so Led Zeppelin's what? playing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what about some Brian Eno? What about some Wire? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's 70s punk New York, or London, and we're not hearing some fucking Wire right now. Where is it? Where the fuck know. is ecstasy? Play some ecstasy. Yes. Dear God. So good. Um, but yeah, Cruella's fine. Yeah, it's not uh, that. I mean, Joker is better, for sure. Joker is better than Cruella, but Cruella's not bad. Yeah, it's a fun watch. It's a little too long. It's a little long. Emma Stone's it's good than Joker. in it. Yeah, I didn't She's hate good. it. Yeah. I had, you know, any Great costumes. To, great costumes. Uh... I like all the supporting cast in that movie. Yeah, I think they're like little the, like chummy boys are good. Love him. Love the little chubby boy. And um Yeah, he's great. Yeah. It's a good movie. Great. Corella. Whatever. That's yeah. yeah. Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. 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 Um my name is Dylan. You can find me on Twitter at uh it's, oh, it's back at Dylan Garcia now on uh Twitter, uh Instagram and letterboxd at Garcied. And I'm Kirk Van Sickle, and you can find me on Instagram at Kirk underscore Van Sickle. And you can find me on uh, Twitter and uh, Letterboxd at K-R-K-V-N-S-E-K-L-E. And, of course, you can find us, Straight People Movies, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at STR8PPLMovies. We never post content because we're what? Bad at being... doing this um but we are very happy that you're enjoying listening to our podcast because that's really what matters at the end of the day right yeah yeah and we love you yeah we love you guys Hope you love us even though uh we're all in cells yep and we're not gay we're not we are we're straight send in the clowns send in the honk 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 graduating from Uh, clown university (laughs) hey clown Look at you. Do, uh, what is it? She goes, setting the she goes, bar hey, low Jester. and doing it foolishly. She goes, hey, Jester. <laughs> hey, Jester. <laughs> and doing it foolishly. Doing it foolishly. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so good. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye. And now came talk. 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 <laughs>